When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, welcome to Pretty Scary. Pretty Scary Boo! What was that? A vampire introduction. A vampire? Yes, I am here to talk about hell on Pretty that, Scary. That is appropriate because we're talking about hell? I live in hell, yes, I do. Is that where vampires live? Why not? I thought they just lived on the earth. Transylvania. And- New okay. Orleans, according to Anne Rice. Sure, sure. Very popular. That makes sense. And Italy. Oh yeah, yeah. I love interview with the vampire, but, uh, so what are we talking about today though? Hell! We're talking about hell, hell, hell. Caught in a podcast of hell. <laughs> a pod. It's about hell. It's a podcast about hell. Okay. Everybody. So Adam had the idea to talk about all the different hells, the, all the various visions of hell. And I, of course, loved that idea. And because we're going to hell someday. I think so. But Probably for I, this podcast. But everything I know from Visions of Hell, we get down there and we're like, uh, God, <laughs> hello, I'm yeah. down here. Can you yeah. get me? Yeah. And then he'll just get you and it's fine. That's totally not how anybody sees hell working, interestingly enough. Yeah. Weird. Okay. So I, you, you toss that idea out and, you know, it's no surprise that Adam does most of the work on this show, but this was one of those episodes where I was like, nah, 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 nah. I'm like cracking my knuckles. This has got to be my, my yeah. episode. I am surprised by the outcome, which is there's no way we're covering everything in one episode. There's a lot. Like there used to be an entire TV show called I Survived Beyond and Back that was just yeah. people who died and then described either their visions of heaven or hell. And it feels like everyone's kind of different. Uh, I have a theory on it, but we'll get to I ha- it. Okay, we'll get to that. I Well, f- the first thing I want to say is that I'm kind of surprised by the way I feel after doing all of this hell research. Um, and like I said, this is not, we're going to have to do a second part to this. And the second part, and possibly a third part, once you get into the Judeo-Christian tradition of hell, it, it there's a lot to talk about. You can't yeah. just like... Yeah, I've done, I've written some articles about it. Like the, I think the most interesting thing about hell is that it's barely mentioned in the Bible. And when it's mentioned, it's not mentioned in the way we envision it. It's just mentioned as kind of a place, like a dark place. Well, exactly. So like, that's why this is definitely going to have to be two episodes, because in order to tackle the Western concept of hell, we first have to talk about everything that we think about when we think about hell and how none of that is none of it to, none of it apply it's all like dante's inferno well and milton and all these yeah. other things like it's it's very specific and then it kind of doubles in on itself because you have a larger conversation about like the soul's journey in the judeo-christian traditions which right is 
going to be the next episode. I figured that this first episode is going to be a fun visit into different hells that we've never really explored all that much. That does sound like fun. Doesn't that sound like fun? Let's go to hell, Caitlin. We're going to go to hell. So, like I said, the first thing that I, I, I was struck by is how I felt after I did all of the re- this research. Because, first of all, it's very interesting to me that everybody's anxieties about life and death are pretty similar. There is this, like, universal subconscious call for final judgment. And right. I think that actually makes me feel very hopeful about humanity. Because as scary as these different fates seem to be, their existence are also kind of proof to me that people really have a built-in sense of justice and that they, we, are not the natural arbiters of that faith or that fate. Like, I'm very interested in this. So it's not only are we like, people should go to hell, right? And you say go to hell or I think you should go to hell. At the end of the day... Each one of these things has this built-in mechanism where it's like, you don't know, you aren't deciding who's going to hell. Right. Like, you can say that all day. Like, you can you can try to send people to hell all you want. Yeah. But you, you you're, you're just headed towards this at some point, one way or another. And I thought that was actually a really good thing, ultimately. How so? Because somewhere in the back of everybody's mind, at least to based on what I've, you know, picked up here is that we know deep down inside it's not our job to decide what people's fate really is somewhere deep down inside we know that now i'm not saying that that hasn't been utilized or controlled or manipulated or whatever but if you really get down into all into all these different doctrines it is not up to people what happens to people (laughs) so but there are i think most would argue that it's up to you what happens to you? No, 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 no. We're going to hell in this episode. Yes. <laughs> so, okay. So, so no. It, and, and ultimately, also, no. Because each, especially the ones that we're about to talk about, is there's like a gradation to hell. So oh, like, sure. And, so, and then some of them are heaven and hell. Can, some I, of them can are, I tell you my theory? Sure. On what happens when we die? Cool. Uh, we know a lot about the subconscious or subconscious sure, and how it can shape your reality when you're alive. Yeah. Like the secret and shit like that, which yeah. there's, there are studies behind it. Oh, it's, I'm, it's not, I'm uh, fascinated by the law of attraction. I feel like that's kind of what happens when you die. Also, you live your entire life with this vision of where you're going to go when you die and i think it's based on uh what kind of person you think you are Mm. and if you die convinced you're going to hell you're gonna go to hell and if you die convinced that you're going to heaven you're going to heaven and i i have my suspicions that faith might work exactly that way it's called faith for a reason and if interesting you live your entire life thinking no this is fine i'm going to heaven after i die you probably will well, and if you think you're going to be floating in a river with a bunch of abandoned souls who will never see their family sure, again, sure. then maybe that happens. I think I agree with a lot of what you're saying there. Good. That's the end of our episode. Bye, Thank everybody. you, everyone. We did see it. See you later. Yeah. Do we have anything to plug? Pretty scary boo. Pretty scary bye. Fucking, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Pretty, more like pretty scary bye. <laughs> but, oh, I see. <laughs> You did it first, I, but I ran with it. it. And then you just fucking... I fucking picked the, oh the my baton God, and ran with it. Oh, my God, that was so good. Oh, man. Oof. I 
think but, what you're but saying now, is, seriously, is the episode's over is really interesting though i like the i think that well it's one of those theories that makes everyone right i was listening to something this morning that was talking about consciousness and evolution of consciousness actually it talked a little it was talking a little bit about law of attraction stuff too and this person was was dealing with beyond the law of attraction was the thing that he was talking about and the idea being that you know if your whole mo in life is to you know visualize the life that you want for yourself then what you're inherently saying is that everything that's going to happen to me that's good in my life is going to be something that only i can conceive of right and his thing is like i think that the law of attraction works i think that that if you go about it in that way, the hazard is you one day you wake up with everything you want and none of it made you happy because those things are filling up. You are, you're trying to fill a hole right. in your heart with things and accomplishments. And you think that that's the thing that's going to make you happy. You've confused those two journeys with, the, with yourself, which I think is very fascinating. And the yeah. next thing he said is when we consider something like the afterlife, Think about a kid that's in a in a classroom and you're supposed to move on to the next grade and you're just not making it like you're not ready to move on to that next grade as responsible people. It would be unkind to put this person in an elevated space that they weren't prepared for. Ah, So kind of connecting those two ideas, it's like the more you fixate on stuff and things and, you know, you're manifesting and yeah, technically you, that's exactly what you're doing. You're playing with the universe. This is all very exciting. Are you trying to make yourself whole by filling a hole? So W H, you know, versus H O L E very interesting stuff. So I think to what you're saying is that, and CS Lewis wrote a lot about this too, that hell is a box of your own making and it would be unfair to use that term, I guess, unfair to put your soul, your vibrational soul in a space that you weren't evolved and ready for. Yeah, that that's, makes sense. That's how I view it ultimately, um, which is kind of coming back to my original point here, which I, I find very fascinating. And that's like each each manifestation of hell in its own different kind of cultural context. There is this weird surrender that happens like, hey, there's going to be a point in this where <laughs> some giant thing or a bunch of tablets or whatever, you're going to measure up against that. Right. And I'm just telling you, I'm just telling you, right. But I'm not the guy or I'm not the girl. <laughs> so don't put that on me, but like this shit's going to go down. So here we go. Okay. <clears throat> um, just skip this part. Okay. Here's the first question I have for you, even though you kind of already answered it. When you think of hell, what do you think of? I think of, I mean, because we're supposed to be thinking about it in terms of the Bible and not works of fiction, I reckon, which... No, I mean, literally, if you, yeah. what do you think of when you think of hell? It doesn't. Your answer... I, I picture the version of hell that's described in the Bible, which is just, you're, you're just kind of in a dark space where nothing's happening. I think, like, when you're... I, I, I kind of feel like... As it's described in the Bible, hell is kind of what atheists think, which is, oh, well, you're just, you're buried and then there's nothing. But nothing forever is... That's hell. That's hell. Yeah. Like if you understand that you are in a dark box underneath the ground and that your consciousness consciousness is just going to live there forever... That feels like hell to me. I Like, all the other depictions of hell just feel like movie shit. 
And I don't. They do seem rather I, social, don't they? Yeah, I don't know if they, <laughs> they don't feel so real to me. Yeah. Because anytime you hear someone describing hell, they get pulled out of it. Mm-hmm. Like, well, they got to come back and tell you. Yeah, about they got to come back and tell you. So it's it's kind of like watching a bunch of episodes of cold case files where you're like, well, okay, I know what to do now. If I get arrested for murder, I just don't say anything yeah. and then I'll be fine. And from watching all these shows, I feel like if I ever ended up in hell, I'd just be like, uh, God, hey, come get me. <laughs> Hello. I'm in, hey, I'm in hell. Yoo-hoo. I believe. Come I get believe. me. I get it now. Yeah. I believe now. Yeah. And I know that's good enough according to television. So uh, if you could just scoop me up and get TV me out of here. all I got. It's going to hurt. I don't care. I'm in hell. That's fine. Come we're, get me. Yeah. We're already starting at zero here. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, I think that that's a good answer. Uh, considering the stakes of this episode, I don't think you're supposed to say there's no wrong answer, but I, there are a lot of answers to this question. Yeah. So I ask you, that, I ask this because your answer to this question is going to have a lot to do with where you were raised and how you were raised. So... I would like everybody to kind of imagine that this first installment of the hell episode is like a little tour on It's a Small World of Disneyland, but in hell. Fun. Okay. So the first thing to note about hell, globally speaking, is that there are kind of three different forms of hell that I have been able to surmise on my own. One is like hell, hell. So like fire, devils, bad guys, all the super metal stuff, right? And it's punitive. It's like you are officially being punished forever for the shit that you did. Uh, and then forever has like a giant asterisk on it for the second episode. Um, intermediary space is the best word I could, the best way I could describe the next one. Uh, it's like not that bad where you go when you kind of screw up things, but then you're also kind of deprioritized in like a queue of reincarnations, but like you're gonna get reincarnated. It's almost like a purgatory kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. It is a lot like a purgatory. In fact, yeah, 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 that works. Um, And then the underworld concepts are really kind of like, you could go either way. They're very literal. There's like an opening to a place. There's a gate. There's a dude with an axe. There's a, you know, like, uh, and the rules with the underworld spaces are very shape-shifty especially like with the Greek and Roman stuff that I'm not, I'm going to try really hard not to get super into, but I'm fascinated by it. But like Greek and Roman, like worlds, gods could do whatever they want. Like nice. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. So let's start with Egypt. Cause I mean, when does this come up? Right? Yeah. We don't talk about Egypt enough. We don't. Except on like ancient aliens. And they're so fucking cool. Like the Egyptians are. Egyptians did a lot. Yeah. Yeah. They're really cool. And I kind of like this version of hell that I found in the Egyptian tradition. So, okay. When you and I die, which we're going to die a bunch in this episode, Adam. Okay. So you and I, we, I mean, not in real life, but yeah, but in this episode, in this episode, in this episode, I'll just keep reminding you of that. So you don't freak out. I just hope I don't get sick. Well, there's no, you and I both know that this is possible. Yes. Very <laughs> so, possible. So, okay. So, oh, man. Okie Kissing the flame here tonight, kids. <laughs> when we die, we have to report to a panel of 42 divine judges and or your heart's going to get weighed. Do you get to decide? No. Oh. I just can't tell <laughs> if... if more people believe in the heart weighing part or if they believe in the judge part, but 
there seems to be a mix of both of those things happening. Because if it if there are 42 people who just weigh your heart, that feels like <laughs> I know some government spending that could be cut. <laughs> well, I also get concerned hearing any kind of even number of judges. Yeah. That's not good. Yeah. That it really could. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, what if it goes 21, 21? Exactly. I don't know. Um, but either way, our heart is going to be weighed uh, because that's where the soul resides. All right? Sure. So we're weighing your soul. That's okay. kind of where that... Pro- that term comes from if you've heard does my soul make me look fat caitlin well it depends in the end i think you want a fat soul oh i don't think you want to i don't know (laughs) okay if we did a good job or if our heart balances uh out and we get to uh, we get to go to a place called the heavenly reed fields or the fields of aru which sounds great right it does sound nice not so fast Okay. There's a challenge. What? Yes. Sure. We're called to the fields, but apparently there's a whole set of challenges after this moment of calling that are going to have to be be conquered. We're going to have to compete. We're going to have to make it to these this reed field. You don't just fucking waltz in there, man. It's like a, a American afterlife warrior. Yeah. Except Ser- Egypt, Egyptian. Yeah. Well, hear this. <laughs> okay. The whole point of the game is to go through a series of gates. The exact number of gates varies according to sources. Some say 15, some say 21. This seems like a big variant, but I'm going to give them some slack because whoever came back from this Reedfield situation had a day. Sounds like it. Each gate, I could hear you in my head when I was writing this. Each gate is widely described as, quote, guarded by evil demons armed with knives. (laughs) Can you bring a gun? Why do they need knives? They're demons. They're evil demons. They should have knives on their hands. Armed <laughs> with knives. Like, that's so many gates and so many knives and so I many. I bought this at Cabela's. <laughs> it's just like terrifying. Like, it's a Bowie knife. <laughs> just making it through one sounds so scary. Fuck, you have a knife too? <laughs> Just like, and then it's like, do you worry about the other guy? Like, do you have to kill the demon? I don't know what happens. Is that other guy coming? Tell the truth. Honestly, this sounds a lot like Legends of the Hidden Temple. <laughs> like, I don't know what that is. Really? it's a. It was a game show when we were kids that Legends of the Hidden Temple was this like, you, you pass these like weird temple games and then in the end, if you are like the final person, your prize is to run through this horrifying <laughs> like fun house where guys dressed in giant really racist headdresses would nice. pop out at you my personal nightmare truly yeah, that does not it was so scary it's very generous of you to say when we were kids as if that happened at the same time i just feel like it did <laughs> okay again i just want to clarify that this 15 to 21 gates with dime with evil demons holding knives is if things go right for us wow okay <laughs> Now, so if things go right, you fight demons with knives. 15 to 21 gates of them, yes. I feel so bad for Maria Shahada, who is the only Egyptian person I know. <laughs> Seems like hand-to-hand. I don't know. Anyway, if the judges are not happy with our hearts slash us, uh, and we our, our, our heart doesn't have like a good soul weight to it, things right. end a lot faster. Oh, okay. Yeah, if found guilty, we're then thrown to a dude called Amit, Quote, the devourer of the dead, and uh, were condemned to a lake of fire. Oh, sure. Yeah. 
the person taken by the devourer is subject to a terrifying punishment and then annihilated. But here's a very important note. You don't suffer for eternity. So that's good. That is good. Based on what you said. That's, like your anxiety here is like, is this forever? No. And it's it's going to hurt, but you're going to see so much cool shit. Yeah. I mean, you. And then you're just annihilated forever. Yeah. You're done. That makes life a really low stakes thing. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I don't know what is the scarier hell. Just be thrown to Amit and then, like, it's maybe, like, two minutes of things going badly. Or this <laughs> 21 gate thing. I can't be right about that. There has to be. I just, that just made me laugh. Yeah, I don't want to fight those demons. <laughs> One at a time? Like Jean-Claude Van Damme? Yeah. Like, what is this, Munich? <laughs> I can't do this. Like I don't, I, I, just, I didn't train for this. <laughs> I th- like I you know. get that I just died, right? <laughs> Give me, let me sit down. Yeah, let me think. I don't, but see that again. If there is like a multiple judge heart weighing scenario, this might take. Maybe there's like a long backlog. There's like a paperwork process. You might get to rest up and train. There might be like a montage opportunity. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, it's like seeking I, asylum in the United States. You're going to just be in a facility for yeah, a an, year an and indefinite a half. period of time. Right. <sighs> okay, so the Greeks. Moving on. The Greeks. In Greek mythology, <laughs> Tartarus, okay, is the deep abyss that's used as a dungeon of torment and suffering for the wicked as the prison for the Titans. What the Titans do wrong. Okay. okay. Why, why do they all have to go to hell? I'm really glad you asked that. so the titans were former gods of the generation of gods preceding the olympians okay so are you a greek god nerd like me is it just it's just me like nobody i love the olympics but that's about as far as it goes (laughs) there's a connection there but okay good yeah (laughs) okay so the olympians were part of zeus's buddies okay zeus is not one of the first gods on the planet. Zeus is actually a third generation god king, essentially. So there was like nothing, and then there were these deep primordial gods, right? Okay. So this is important. Uh, And then there ended up being... (laughs) I can't believe I'm explaining this. This is something like I actually really care about. This guy Kronos comes along. And Cronus is like the the grandson of the original god. His story is super gnarly. He ended up like fucking his mom and having a baby with his sister. There's a lot of that going on. Ouch. Yeah, it's a whole bunch of things going on. You hate to see it. Yeah, but he's the father of Zeus. And Zeus is like, you were a deadbeat dad. You never cared, you never cared about me. I hate you. You really, really suck. And so then Zeus, with all of his buddies, and Cronus, his dad with all of his buddies, they went to war. Oh, no. And all of Cronus's buddies were the Titans. Okay. They lose, and Zeus condemns them to the center of the earth. Is this what the film Clash of the Titans is about? Um, it is when when the monsters rise from the sea. The it, there is an allusion to the the myth of the Titans. Oh, good. So that's where that's coming. Love that movie when I was a kid. All of this is to say that Greek hell is you stuck with all these pissed off Titans. Are you just watching them fight? Uh, kind of, but like, imagine the best thing I could liken this to at this point is it'd be like spending all of eternity with a bunch of really pissed off, unemployed, white male baby boomers. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't love that. So that's what that hell is. And it, it even then, I think this comparison holds. It, it sort of sounds like flying in the 70s 
when terrorism was a big thing in the United States, but terrorism at the time meant, all right, we're going to land this plane and get everyone off, and then we're going to blow it up in an empty field. And it's like, that is the layover of my dreams. Yeah. I mean, I understand that I am involved in an act of terrorism, but that's cool as shit. Yeah. Thank you, Venezuelans. So, but see, that's the thing is like everything about like the Greek mythology is still kind of cool at the end of the day. Yeah. Like even if you were totally fucked, you were cool. Like your death is cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Arachne, yeah. like this woman who was like this badass sewer. She was just fucking on it. She pissed off Athena because Athena was supposed to be like the best sower in the world. And Arachne's like, hey, let's like have a, a weave off. Sew so off. They just bust out their looms and they're like making all of these like amazing <laughs> tapestries. Right. And Arachne's like, uh, well, I know I'm going to be better than you. So you go ahead and go first. And so she's like, fine, I'm going to do it. So she does all of these like amazing panels about all the times that humans were not cool with gods and and got fucked over by gods and then arachne's like oh yeah okay well i'm just gonna do one panel after another of all the people your dad's fucked so i'm gonna include your sister <laughs> gonna include your mom gonna include your brother gonna include a couple little boys that we know about it's gnarly burn quilt yeah but anyway at the end of it and arachne gets kind of like she kind of wakes up and she's like oh i, I might i might have really fucked myself up and so then she goes out and hangs herself on a tree. She kills herself. Oh, wow. Yeah. And the gods are like. Harsh. Okay, well, you're still really good at what you do. So I guess we're going to invite invent this thing called a spider. And. Uh, what? Yep. Arachnids. Arachnophobia. Oh, yeah. So there you go. Okay. There you go. Okay. I get Caitlin's it now. Story time there. I got it. So like every time, even like when bad shit happens in the Greek tradition, it's still pretty cool. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So, it's, it, it all sounds in. A, it seems like there's not a lot of mention of torment. It's a, it's loud and it is a place where you are sentenced, you okay, know? Yeah. And but it would be like being sentenced to like a monster truck rally i think it would be hard to feel completely fucked if you were also being punished in the same space as titans like that would be kind of a weird mood yeah and there's presumably going to be more of you than the, there are titans there's going to be more people yeah, down but the there titans are fucking big it's not yeah. going to be comfortable yeah that's true and there's probably not chairs there are no chairs that's my hell <laughs> No chairs. You know what? Honestly, that does sound really awful. Like a place with no chairs. Oh, hard pass. Oh, no, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. I like that we're slowly being more specific about our hell as this is moving forward. Yeah. No chairs. Write it down. Yeah. I mean, that's I don't I hate standing. I do, too. I don't like standing room only like concerts. I never buy the, oh, the floor seats. No. That's that's no. absurd. No, I no. See, this is why you and I are so, like, we get along so well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so there are going to be people right now possibly thinking to yourself, like, hey, well, what about Hades? Like, that's a whole Greek concept. It is, but it was so hijacked by Western theology that I'm only going to touch on it a little bit later. There's kind of no point. Like, right. it, it kind of spoils the party for Christian hell in a lot of weird <laughs> ways. It's it's what you're thinking of. So, yeah. okay. Hey, Adam. Yeah? You want to go to Fiji? I do want to go to Fiji, Great. Caitlin. Let's go to Fiji. Here we are. Let's do it. Oh, shit. We're dead. Oh, no. Was it a plane crash? <sighs> yeah, it was a plane crash. Oh. And guess what? What? We're going to Fiji hell. What? 
Fiji hell is kind of a whole thing. Uh, this is fascinating to me. I didn't know Fiji had its own. It's called Muramuria. All right. That does sound scary. And it is part of the underworld. It's like, think of the worst part of the underworld. Like there's the underworld, which is like bad enough. And then Muramuria is like the worst part of that space. Uh, but it's defined as a place of neither happiness nor of unhappiness. But with that being said, what I'm about to explain kind of seems like a lot. Okay. For it not being either of those things. Okay. So we're in Fiji. We die. We die. The first thing that happens. Point one. We are going to be brought over a stretch of water by a ferryman. <laughs> a ferryman. It is that funny. I'm sure. I'm sure. Sure he's sparkly. <laughs> I'm going to make fun of that Next, guy. Next, we're going to face many dangers by going through the path of souls. I don't want to. I don't either. Okay. But you are in extra trouble because you're an unmarried man, by the way. Oh, wow. Okay. Now, one of the early, earlier challenges that we're going to have to escape is this situation called the great woman. And apparently she goes hard for single guys, and I'm not sure why. Hell yeah. So that's how you go. Like, you're you're not going to make it. I'm going to die getting that puss. I don't think that's what that... That's, what, that's how it's going to happen. All right. Okay. <laughs> you're going to be fucked to death by the great woman. That's tight. Yeah, that's tight. So you're annihilated, which just me, leaves me and a bunch of married men. But we're probably going to be killed by the following. Uh, Pandanus, which <laughs> is a monster tree. <laughs> I don't think it's fair that you get fucked to death by the great woman and I die by a monster tree. Okay. Or I could die by the armed giant named killer of souls. This is his name. It's a little on the nose, right? Okay. Well, assuming I make it that far, then I am judged by a God called Degi. Okay. So those who have favor with Degi are chiefs with great wealth and many wives who are destroyers of many towns, killer of many enemies and rulers over powerful people. And if I meet all of those requirements, I'm uh, then asked to cross a lake. And I would be assuming at that point, it would dawn on me that I've kind of Mulaned the underworld. And I'm just hoping nobody <laughs> notices that I'm a woman. Uh, I don't know how far women are supposed to make it in any of this. Um, but I did do stand up. So I feel like I've got a shot. My next task is to try to cross the lake by a boat that always capsizes. <laughs> I feel like this boat's going to capsize if I go out there. No, you're fine. This is definitely why women do not belong in this underworld. <laughs> because there's not a woman that's like, it always capsizes. Uh, let me on the boat. Like, that's not right. happening. Like, right now, because of coronavirus, there are women across the country going, I'm not going on a cruise. We're canceling the cruise. That feels like a valid... like path yeah and the guys are like boo, boo, boo. no we're not going on a cruise right now open bar though no we'll be opening the bar at home liquor like, dispenser i don't in our care cabin. we're staying in ohio i don't care how much snow there is babe sounds like fun <laughs> seriously it's happening across the country right now i promise you uh there's also some side punishments and i guess like the punishments are awarded to you i'm sure at any point after you fall off of this process makes sense I think bonus points are given if you make it to the boat size, the boat part. <laughs> I don't know. Um, We're going to add 10,000 points to your total because you made it to the yeah. capsizing boat. Like, I don't know. Get in that boat. If it capsizes, you lose 10,000 points. Again. <laughs> uh, okay. So I just thought it would be good for me to list some of the punishments 
or the criteria at least. Those who do not kill an enemy in life are forced to pound. I know this is somebody's culture. I'm trying hard not to laugh. The- <laughs> Go on. Those who do not kill an enemy in life are forced to pound muck with clubs, <laughs> which is regarded as the most degrading punishment. There must be something Oh my God, else. is there a pile of muck in the corner? You're sure, surely you're not going to make me pound that with a club. got to be a lot there that we don't know. Yeah, does the muck just look like your kids? I don't know. Maybe muck for them is a, a symbol of self. I don't know. Pound that muck. Okay, here's the other one. Those who did not have their ears pierced are forced to carry upon their shoulders forever logs of wood upon which topicloths are beaten out and jeered <laughs> by all who see them. So I don't so just get your ears pierced. It just seems like a simple, I just think it's funny. It's like, if you don't kill an enemy, bad. Yeah. Also <laughs> as bad, you haven't pierced your you ears. You get your ears pierced or kill know. anybody. I don't know. Here's another one. This is where I'd be screwed. Women who are not tattooed are chased by ghosts <laughs> who use sharp shells to tear their skin or turn them into bread. Bread! <laughs> or turn them into bread. I, one or the other. It I don't know. depends on and how I, hungry they and are. And I don't know if you then do it all over again, if this is like As a Davy Jones ship thing. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, this one sounds the most horrifying so far, but also the easiest to avoid. You just murder an enemy and get your ears pierced. And a tattoo for women. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Ghosts who use sharp shells is so scary. Anyway, (laughs) also, anyone who has done an act which displeases the gods are laid in rows on their faces and turned into taro beds. Uh, Those are root vegetables. I find that very Hannibal. Yeah. Yeah, that's season one. Yeah, you're going to be involved in some cooking. Isn't it weird how how Fiji has zero chill about their hell? Yeah. There's just a lot going on. Yeah, they're like, it's so nice up here. We got to make it really harsh down there. Yeah. Because all I've ever heard of Fiji is that it's beautiful. Yeah, except for that boat that always capsizes. Yeah, and all those sharp, sharp shell-wielding ghosts who want to turn you into bread. Honestly, it's so scary. Like, what kind of bread? That's worse than the knife gate thing. It is, <laughs> <Honestly>. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. What? Bread? And then do you like know your bread? I don't know. You're like, I'm bread now. This is crazy. I don't know what the plan is. And then what? You just sit there as bread forever? That sounds pretty awful. Comes along and eats you. And then are you poop? Are you conscious poop? (laughs) What happens? You are. I would be fine if in the end I was poop. I just don't want to go through the ghosts with sharp shells situation. What, a turn what if that's where they are? Into bread. In someone's colon. You just end up in somebody's colon? Uh, I feel bad. I must have gotten some of this wrong, but I don't know. I don't think I did. It's really weird. Okay, so back to another thing that should have more chill than it does. We're going to talk about Buddhist hell. Yeah, you would think that would just be... There is definitely a Buddhist hell. So Just no George Harrison CDs down there? <laughs> okay, here's the deal. Buddhism is essentially like a cascading process of endless fragmenting. And if you want to understand what I mean by that, just go watch Marvel's Doctor Strange and watch any of the slow motion sequences and you'll get what I'm trying to say. It's like everything just kind of fans off into infinity, no matter what. So Buddhism teaches that there are five realms of rebirth. 
which can then be further subdivided into degrees of agony or pleasure. Of these realms, the hell realms, or the Naraka, is the lowest realm of rebirth. So, of the hell realms, the worst is Avicii, which is without waves. And I find that very, like, appropriate. Like, yeah. if there's no waves, I mean, there's just nothing. There like, was a DJ just... called Avicii. You think he went to Avicii? I hope not. Yeah. He put, he put a lot of great waves out there. That would suck for him. I don't want that for him. I only know one song of Avicii. I mean, I don't, I don't know. know. Any, I only know. Wake the... me up when it's all over. Oh, is that him? Yeah. I only. When I'm wiser and I'm older. That's a good song. Yeah. I only know him. There's a Mike Posner song. No called I took a pill in Ibiza and the line in the song is I took a pill in Ibiza to show Avicii I was cool and now Avicii's dead from drugs if I'm not mistaken yeah <laughs> that's not a good legacy harsh so Avicii is often translated in English as uh, interminable or incessant referring to suffering without periods of respite but this place is not permanent so oh, good. this is where the buddhism kind of becomes chill again uh, it can be for a long long time but it's not forever because the whole point of it is that you're c- constantly trying to condition your soul to a space where you can reach nirvana that's the whole goal i guess with it's interesting the goal is nothingness but that's a whole other podcast okay so how do we get to avici you ask I mean, you were just asking that. I was yeah, going were, to ask you yeah. how we get to Avicii. Yes. Well, there are five grave offenses. Okay, let's hear them. Intentionally killing your father. I can't do that. Intentionally killing your mother. Still on the table. Killing an rat, which is an enlightened being. I bet I don't know too many of those. I don't think you're going to kill anybody like that. Shedding the blood of a Buddha. You're not going to do that. No, I don't know how yeah, you would good. do that. Great answer. Okay. Creating a schism within the Sangha, the community of Buddhist monks, nuns, and laypersons who try to attain enlightenment. I do like creating a schism. You do. It's fun. You definitely do. It's fun to just get in there and you see a bunch of nuns and monks. It is your thing. And you're like, hey, Terry said something. Yeah, you just just plant that seed. Yeah. And they're all like, what? We don't even talk. And I'm like, that's very stereotypical of you. Some you, no, some monks do talk. You just say that's what you think. Right. As far as you know. And then I go to Avicii. Yep. And you go to Avicii, make no waves. No. None. None. You that's just sit fine. there. For a while. For a while. But then you work your way back up. And then you get to go do nothing. Yeah. I just think it's interesting that there is, like, even Buddhists were like, <sighs> well, there's got to be something. Yeah. Like we can't, it can't all be shaved heads and yeah. sitting sitting on the sitting ground. in the airport. No, can't. Those are Hari Krishnas. Those are it's Hari. not the same thing. It's not. No, but you know, it's the same thing though. Yeah, but it's the same thing. Okay, so I figured we're gonna end with a bang here. I'm excited. We're gonna talk a little bit about Chinese mythology and what they think hell is like. Let's do it. I'll give you a little hint. It's not great. Ah. It's also. But the food is so good. Hyper specific. And very expansive. So, this whole thing is a little bit like the Buddhist idea, but with some more pomp and circumstance. So, it's called Diu, and it's a kind of purgatory place, which serves not only to punish, but also to renew the spirits ready for the next reincarnation. Now, FYI, first version of what people thought hell was, technically, they thought initially that there were 12,800 hells located just underneath the earth. 
eight dark hells, eight cold hells, and 84,000 miscellaneous hells located at the edge of the universe. That math doesn't work. Oh, uh, the other the 84,000 are at the edge of the universe. Yes, correct. There's also 12,800 under the earth. Yeah, it's a lot. Are the eight dark and eight cold included in that 12,800? Or I'm are there 12,816? I'm going to assume that it's 12,800. What are the other hells like? We're going to get there. Okay. We're going to get there. Okay. So this is like the primary phases. Sure. Of they're just like off the top of their head, probably 12,800 hells located under the earth and 84,000 miscellaneous ones. Sure. Probably. Probably. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. In this first round, the the idea is that all will go to DU after death, but the period of time one spends in DU is not indefinite. It depends on the severity of the sins that one's committed. After you receive this due punishment, one will eventually be sent back into reincarnation. So you see what I mean? That there's like a, mm-hmm. we're back with this kind of Buddhist thing. At some point, Yama, who was the dude that was put in charge of judging everyone, Reduce the number of hells to 10. Oh, okay. All right. So now we're, we're just trying to consolidate, you know, because if your job is to judge all these hells, I could see why you'd basically want it to get. Yeah, get I, would it want, down. I would want to scale it back. Yeah, yeah. That's, you know, they probably brought in a consultant at some point. Well, speaking of consultants, at, then we got the Tang Dynasty and we were upgraded to 18 courts of hell. Ah. Okay. And now each hell has a theme. Nice. So we're going to be more specific. Now, as an aside, there was a little time where the hell spiked way up to 134 worlds, but that was just for a second. That's that's unwieldy. Yeah, we got back down to that's 18. That's too many hells. I mean, technically, we went from like, anyway, the point is 18 hells now, okay? I also think it's kind of interesting that Chinese hell is a lot like Christian hell, not biblically speaking, but the way that Christianity went on to compartmentalize hell later, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like through Milton and, right. and Dante and everything. So overall headline with hell, with Chinese mythology, sinners feel pain and agony just like living humans when they are subjected to tortures in the list below, okay, which we're going to get to. They cannot die from the torture because when the ordeal is over, their bodies will be restored to its original state for the torture to be repeated. Now, this kind of answers your bread question from Fiji, but two different mythologies. Harsh. So. The 18 hells vary from narrative to narrative, but some commonly mentioned tortures including or include. Now, before I go on, I just want to say it would have been I would have been remiss to do a whole hell episode and not itemize different things that can happen to you in hell. And I felt like the this Chinese is, tradition had the best list. This is a pretty uh, impressive list. OK, so here are the things that can happen to you in one or more as I understand it, of the 18 different hells, as mentioned above. Ready? I am not, but go. Being steamed, being fried in oil cauldrons, being sawed in half, being run over by vehicles, being pounded in a mortar and pestle. What? Being, do you know what those are? No. Okay, you know the pharmacist thing you ever see? Oh, okay. You get down made into a squishy squish. Being ground in a mill. Which honestly sounds a lot like being pounded in a mortar and pestle. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's more of like a crushing thing that happens with a mill. Oh, okay. Like with a mill, it's two big stones. With a mortar and pestle, you've just got like a guy with like a stone grinding around you you in a bowl. Oh. Just you. That makes it sound very unique. What's the next punishment? (laughs) Being crushed by boulders. (laughs) 
being made this is good being made to shed blood by climbing trees or mountains of knives <laughs> how do you pick never good i'll take the trees there please are knives all over hell in every culture demons in front of gates holding knives sharp shells that are knife-like anyway having sharp objects driven into your body having hooks pierced into your body and then being hung upside down people kind of in some places really like that actually mm-hmm. drowning in a pool of filthy blood not clean blood filthy filthy blood. blood being left naked in the freezing cold that would be the worst okay that's I, your worst i don't like that okay being set aflame or cast into infernos. Also bad. Mm-hmm. Being tied naked to a bronze cylinder with a fire lit <laughs> as it sets aflame to the base. <laughs> what? This is a lot. That is very specific. Being forced to consume boiling liquids. Ouch. Tongue ripping, eye gouging, teeth extraction, heart digging, disembowelment, skinning, being trampled, gored, mauled, eaten, stung, bitten, pecked, etc. by animals. <laughs> what is heart digging? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Please explain, China. I, I I don't I don't wanna know. Heart digging. Heart digging. Gonna dig your heart. Well, I'm ready to get that hot Honestly, dog. putting this together reminded me of Cabin in the Woods. You've seen that movie, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kept thinking of that over and over again. So to kind of like end our journey, I wanted to go through the three separate versions of the 18 different hells that China has put together, okay? <laughs> <laughs> these are, kind, these are really, really fun to say out loud. So, okay, version one. Version one, hell one. Hell one. <laughs> The hell of tongue ripping. Ouch. How do you even scream? Version one, hell two. Hell of scissors. This can't be right, but whatever. What? Scroll up. Three, hell. <laughs> hell of tree of knives. Keep going. Why are all the trees? Why do they all look like that? Hell of mirrors of retribution. I will take the trees of knives, please. <laughs> Hell of steaming. <laughs> Hell of copper pillars. Hell of mountain of knives. <laughs> oh, no, I got the mountain instead of the trees. Okay, I'm going to say the mountain is worse because I feel like the trees is like knives falling on top of you. Yeah. The mountain is like... I can I can intellectualize what's happening. You have to climb it. Yeah, it's ne- neither are good. Hell of the mountain of ice. That just sounds like it'd be more frustrating than yeah. anything. <laughs> That's just like one of those Super Mario ep- levels. Hell of oil cauldrons. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Oh, there's more. Okay. Oh yeah. Hell. <laughs> what? It sounds, it's kind of awful. A hell of the pit of cattle. You're just stuck in a pit filled with cows. I guess. I don't want to slowly die in that scenario. Is there fire down there? Can you slaughter them and cook them up? I think you end up just squished and covered in poopy. Oh, no. Not good. Hell of boulder crushing. (laughs) Hell of mortars and pestles. Hell of the pool of blood. Hell of the wrongful dead. Hell of dismemberment. Hell of the mountain of fire, hell of mills, and hell of sawing. <laughs> There's no hell of tree of fire. Just I'm m- not seeing it. Disappointing. That's just there's I mean, we could keep going. I don't think we need to keep doing this to people, but 
Um, Probably not. But what is this? What is? Let's go through a couple other hells here. Yeah, there are just a few. There's there's another mountain of knives. We got another mountain of knives. Hell of boiling sand. I don't know what that means. I think it's ultimately concrete. Hell of the pit of fire sounds <laughs> pre metal. Pretty pretty great. Is that boiling feces? Yes, it is. Hell of boiling feces. I don't like that one at all. <laughs> that would really suck. Hell of fiery chariots. That'd Ouch. be cool. That's like pimp my ride. Yeah, except you're being run over by all the rides. Anyway. Oh, that's no good. Hell of grinding. Just- <laughs> oh, my grind. Hell Fucking of- work hard in hell. Hell of iron beds. Yeah. Hell of pounding, right? Hey. hey. Hell of cover mountains <laughs> i don't know what that is hell of dismemberment by vehicles <laughs> hell of ice there's two hell of ices uh, there's a hell of skinning a hell hell of mount molting hell of beasts yeah i like that one yeah uh That's hell specific. of iron mills <laughs> we gotta have iron for all the other hells so you just work in the iron mill <laughs> Sorry. You're just in one Bruce Springsteen song over and over and over again. Hell of maggots. No, thank you. No, hard pass. Oh. Uh, hell of iron books. <laughs> oh, I want to read so bad. There was finally time. I can't even open this thing. <laughs> and of course, Avicii Hell, where yeah. you, you just hear Avicii songs. All right. So, time. I no, we're not getting into that yet. <laughs> I started more notes. I tried. Honestly, we would have been here until two in the morning. It would have been impossible. Yeah. Yeah. So those are other hells that you may not have heard of yet. Right. The next episode is going to be hells that you've definitely heard of. And I will try to think of interesting things to say about them. The hells, you know, and love. Yeah. The hell that, you know, and I'll try and dig up some examples from television. Because there was, I mentioned it TV all the time. TV will be good. There was a great TV show called I Survived Beyond and Back. I know you, you love this show. And it's just people who died describing what they saw while they were dead. And it is fascinating. Do you think they died? Well, they did. Like clinically they were I know, dead. but you know what I'm asking. Do you think they went somewhere? What do you think it is? Like a, a dopamine rush? What do you think? I already told you. I think it's, I think it's your subconscious. I Your think it's I think it's it's people assuming that like if you carry that weight with you forever like if you have it in your head that oh I'm not right with God I better get that way before I die uh, yeah and then you die suddenly yeah your your subconscious is just going to be like oh you didn't get right with God I guess we're in hell now I guess I hope not I don't think I'm going to hell I don't feel like I am I don't because I say it all the time like what's it cost like, what's it cost you to go to a church at some point and be like, yeah, let's get saved? Like, I went to, very briefly, went to a non-denominational church. Interesting. And they were like, whatever you do, it can't be, like, once you're saved, that can't be undone. Like, it, once it's in the book, it's in the book. And I was like, this is for me. How about I get saved right now? And I did. I just, like, I, I was high as shit. Interesting. And they were like, does anyone want to... about you. This is so fascinating. Does anyone want to get saved? I actually have been saved twice. Once by my cousin Wes when we were kids. I don't know if he had the authority to do that. Probably not. And then once when I was very high at church. And it was so simple. And it's like, now, like, what can I... There's nothing I can do to go to hell. It's all heaven for me. It might be like a weird white Wisconsin church heaven that I might not enjoy that much. Just an eternity. But it's got to be better than like the hell of iron books. 
or something like Anything's that. Anything's got to be the hell better than the hell of iron books. Uh, molten feces is definitely a bad one. That one's bad. Boiling feces. Like what is even the boiling point for feces? I don't know because there's a lot of different things in the poop. Do you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, certain, oh, I sure do. Yeah. So, is that like you have does the the do the do the, does that component like that as a whole have to rise and meet the highest boiling point, or do you get to does everything boil at the lowest boiling point of whatever? like corn or carrots are in there. These are the questions that will be answered when we die. What is the boiling point of feces? Can one read an iron book? I have so many questions for God now. I do. Yeah. Like, especially now. Yeah. Especially like if I go to heaven, I'm going to have all the, I'm going to be like, what's it like down there though? I am going to annoy God. If I'm in heaven, is there a window? Can I just like open a window? If there's a job down there, if there's a job in heaven, what, what do you want? Oh, I don't want a job. I want to just you chill. Just sit around? Fuck yeah. I think you're going to want to do something. Oh, I don't know. I'll, I'll do comedy. There's <laughs> got to be like open mics and bar shows that I can hit in heaven. Family friendly, fif- tight 15. Yeah, yeah. Huh. I think I'd want to be a tour guide. Tour guide would be nice. I would like to welcome people into heaven. That would be a great mm. job. Because... No matter who you are or how right with God you think you are, there's got to be a moment where you get to heaven and you're like, oh, thank God. Literally, literally, really really happy to be here. And like, I would like to witness that over and over again. Yeah. And just be like, I'm so happy you're here. Here is your tote bag. This is your registration package. (laughs) Or if I go to hell, I want that job. I want it to look like heaven when people get there. And I'm like, just through this door. Oh, and then tree of, tree of knives. Tree of knives. <laughs> you tricked us. There are trees of knives in there. It's heaven, man. This boat is always capsizing. <laughs> this is going on Yelp. Just filled with a bunch of women that want to speak to the manager. Everybody there has Kate Gosling hair. Oh, no. I like the hell. Did you watch American Horror Story? Yeah. I like the Coven episode a lot with the with what their hells were. I don't remember that. So it episode. was like while they were competing to be witches, they had to die and then resurrect themselves, and each of them kind of visited their own respective different hells. Oh yeah, really good. I liked that. Yeah, I love that season. That one in Asylum. I love that show. I I uh, I do love a lot of the show. I will say. So recently, it's gotten a little preachy for me i'm ex- i haven't watched any of the new one about the summer camp i hear it's fun oh that one's really good yeah okay i'll watch that anyway um that's a bunch of hell you hadn't heard of before yeah and next episode well well i think we're gonna do some bone con in between oh we're definitely doing bone con we're gonna talk about some ghost adventures artifacts i cannot emphasize enough how excited i am to talk to you about that episode. It is the first episode of ghost adventures artifacts. And the way Adam explained it to me is basically haunted pawn stars, haunted antiques roadshow, which it is that, but there is also, I want to call it like a level of like Jerry Springer surrealism on this. That, yeah, that I don't really, cause you meet the people, the crazy people outside of their own context. 
And it hadn't really occurred to me until I was watching this show that the people that Zach Bagans interacts with are much weirder when you take them out of the weird places that you meet them in initially. Oh, for sure. This is a much weirder show than the regular show. Yeah. yeah. I like a lot. It is. Because you also see who Zach hangs out with beyond the crew. And you meet his mom. You meet his mom. Who is apparently the exact same age as Zach Bagans. You meet Theodore, who is an old man that Zach Bagans has rescued, I I think. (laughs) He's a rescue, yeah. He's a rescue. (laughs) Got him at a local Vegas shelter. For just the cost of a cup of coffee a day. Can, honestly, <laughs> it's so fucking weird, you guys. In the I can't wait. He's just like sitting in a in a cage, like sh- shivering under a tree of knives. Jesus Christ. <laughs> a tree of knives. Theodore doesn't know what he did wrong. Tree of knives. He just knows he's a good boy. I just like that someone's like, what's a good hell? Knives. Mm. A tree of the knives. Let's do How that. about a tree of knives? Scary. And oh, <laughs> iron books. <laughs> oh, these books are iron. God. I'm so close to this knowledge. It's this my one's about knowledge. algorithms. I want to read it it's so like bad. It's pretentious hell in China. <laughs> oh, God. All right. All right. All right. Well, that's our episode for now. Oh, we'll man. be back to hell very soon. We're going to go back to hell soon. Do we have anything to plug before we get out of here? Listen to the next episode. Adam might throw up. Ah, I got what a weird day. <laughs> I took like a six hour nap because I didn't feel good. Woke up, got sick once, and now I'm fine. I don't I don't know that you're fine, but I'm hungry. You ate something bad for I sure. Definitely did. Like you definitely have food poisoning and you're gonna have molten feces. <laughs> <laughs> better than pooping out iron books i'll tell you that i've been there buddy i have been there so uh all right let's get the fuck out of here caitlin say goodbye 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 everybody we love you